It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast talking real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify as always, also on Apple or wherever you get your podcast from as we bring you the most real estate podcasts with property news and information around the UAE, of course, every week and it's a Thursday morning, the very last day for August for 2023. We will never be here again so enjoy your Thursday whatever you are up to today. And uh, Shannon there in Dublin uh, thank you for your email. Shannon doesn't uh, have any question just wrote in to say that she is listening to every podcast episode and would love to move to Dubai but isn't in a financial position right at the moment, which kind of got me thinking. I wonder how many people are vicariously listening to the podcast, living their Dubai lifestyle through through each episode. That is perfectly okay. Welcome to the Dubai Property Podcast. And coming up this morning, now we're talking to Richard Crossley. He is a real estate professional. He's a leasing sales director at Axe Capital. And I think, uh, Richard, you have been in Dubai for a while. Good morning to you. Good morning, Craig. So how long have you been in the Dubai property market? I first came at the end of 2013 and really got my career started in 2014. And you've been in, in terms of real estate for a long time. You thought maybe you were the, the oldest, but then you came across, across Mario, of course, who's uh, celebrating 40 years. I mean, it's pretty unbelievable, 40 years in real estate. How long have you been in total? Uh, me, 36. My background is that I, I fell into uh, real estate or estate agency in the UK straight out of university in about 1987. From that, I managed to get my own company in the UK and I sold that in my early 30s, went to live in Cuba and Spain and started a a short-term holiday-like business there. That was in the early 2000s. And then I thought, right, where is one developing market with great opportunity? And Dubai was the answer. So here I came, I I packed up, came on my own and, and got started. The Dubai property market uh, definitely benefits from expats such as yourself, uh, like Mario, coming into the market with so much experience because you have to have the depth of experience alongside all the youngsters that are coming into the the property market. And the, the attraction factor, I mean, could you imagine just having all these young ones coming in and no experience at the helm? Absolutely. I work alongside Mario and Ben Thomas and we call ourselves the three old triumvirate and between us we have a hundred years of real estate experience would you believe it so if we haven't seen it done it bought it sold it worn the t-shirt no one has so a lot of our young people coming into the industry reach out to us and, and give their sort of thanks for the guidance that we give them because and we know what it takes to succeed. 
You know, I think as far as Mario is concerned, he's he's a bit of a testament to keeping a steady head because there are so many different individuals in the real estate game. And yes, it does attract, can I use the expression, an airhead, somebody that just wants to elevate themselves beyond who they really are. Mario never loses sight of who he is. He always keeps it very, very level and very personable, which is uh, a testament, I think, to why he has lasted in this game as long as he has, because there will be some people listening offshore, not in Dubai, wanting to get into the real estate market. What would be a couple of little pieces of gold nuggets that you can throw up in terms of what they should be trying to do once moving into Dubai real estate? The biggest thing, if you ever come into Dubai real estate, you come in for service rather than reward. The reward will follow, surely night follows day, if you give service. If you're in for a quick buck, a quick flash and make my millions and retire like a lot of young people think they are, they're in for a nasty rude awakening and it's a shock to the system for them and also for their buying public who realise, just a minute, you're not proper. You're not giving me the advice, the service, the, the guidance that I need. But the minute you do give quality's top service to any client in Dubai, they go, my goodness, you're different. I like you. Why do I need to talk to anybody else? I'm going to stick with you. It's like me. If I go to a good restaurant the very next day, I'm saying all my friends and family, wow, you must go here. You must try this. Same with real estate. The referral business, if you give good service to your clients, is second to none. And before you know it, if you get this right, your career snowballs just on the on the back of that. So the biggest thing I'd say is, one, coming to Dubai Real Estate for service, not reward. The reward will follow, but not straight away. Once you've learned your L plates and got them ripped off and you're on your own and understanding what Dubai is about. But here's the very most important thing. I'm not sure. I think Mario knows better than I, but I think there's something like six or 7,000 real estate companies in Dubai, probably more actually. But the biggest thing to say is this, not all real estate companies are the same. The recruitment, the training, the guidance that anybody fresh to Dubai real estate needs is essential. You know, we hear horror stories where people start on day one and they're throwing a pile of data or a pile of whatever and said, right, get started. And that's their training. That's shocking. It's so heartbreaking to see that. And people are so disillusioned because it is a very, very tough industry. No one ever said it's easy. It's just rewarding if you get it right. But you've got to get it right. And too many companies don't give the necessary training, support, guidance from the get-go. And we see so many disillusioned young people in particular who have their dreams smashed down and walk away from the industry because it's not what they thought it was going to be. Yeah, all right. So all really valid comments that you're making. Now, let's just get on to the the Dubai property market. There's a lot of chatter, people saying, well, is the bubble going to burst? Is it going to collapse? Of course, nobody knows the definitive answer, but from where you sit this morning, Richard, on the 31st of August, what do you say? Where's it headed? Again, it's I have this, and I'm sure Mario does on a daily basis or certainly on a weekly basis, but to me, Dubai is right. And this is from a guy who took a while to get into Dubai, to understand Dubai. But right now, Dubai is a green oasis that calls out to the world. 
whether you're in Eastern Europe, whether you're in China, whether you're in India or Pakistan, or whether you're in Europe. But let's talk about Europe. If I'm a successful business person, mid-30s, early 40s in the UK, or, or Spain, or Germany, wherever, my wife is saying to me, Richard, we've been successful, we've worked hard, but why are we living here? The political situation is unstable, inflation is out of control, crime's out of control, tax is going up all the time. If we go out, are we going to get mugged? Are our teenage children going to come back at night time? You know, we've been ultra successful and yet we put up with all these things. Surely there's a better place to live. If you look at it, that's got to be Dubai. You know, and again, as I say, my first few years in Dubai, probably, let's say, leading up to COVID, I was thinking, yeah, this is a, a brash young city. It's growing. It's, it's you know, build it and they will come mentality, etc. But then just before COVID, I was getting quite, and I'm the most optimistic kind of guy out there. I was thinking, have we bitten off more than we can chew here? You know, there's a lot of stock just sitting there. And I was thinking, how are we going to fill this? And then COVID came and the government of Dubai stepped up and showed to the world what they're good at. And from that moment on, I've got massive respect for the city of Dubai and the governance and the leadership of Dubai. And we've got this place now where we've got everything under control. The tax situation, it's slightly increasing, but it's nowhere near what's in the rest of the world. It's a very solid, sound political situation with the, with the Maptoon family leading us. Inflation's under control. There's very little crime. It really is a great place to be. And then we put into it the accessibility to all parts of the world from Dubai. Why wouldn't you come and live in Dubai? I guess we have the, the, the downturn is we're just coming to the back end of a very hot summer. That's a very small price to pay, isn't it, compared to all the advantages that Dubai brings. And let's change gears a little bit. Let's let's move into this word of distressed deals. Now, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. This is where somebody is bringing on a distressed deal, not to market, but through the channels of real estate agents. And it was suggested to me that perhaps not all distressed deals are what they're led to believe. So is that a case? Is that that a thing where people dress something up as a distress deal when in fact it might not be that? Of course, there's always a situation, unfortunately, where somebody might lose their job or lose their business or you know have, have severe many problems and have to act very quickly. And therefore, and that means disposal of real estate. So that therefore means distress. Really, it's very, very few and far between in a, in a booming market. And more to the point, if that's the situation, and if that person knows one good quality real estate broker in the city, if Mario got a, a, a distress deal now, or if I got a distress, a genuine distress deal, under market value, everything was right. You know, we, we, we analyze the situation, we make sure that everything is, is right. We would reach out to our retained client list and we would sell. If it is a truly distressed deal, any good quality broker could sell, sell a truly distressed deal in a matter of days, if not a day. So I, it's very, very rare that a truly genuine distressed deal comes onto the market. And if anybody advertises or tries to market a property, I won't say under the title distressed, but making it very obvious it's distressed, I would ask some severe questions about, hmm, that's not quite right. Because as I say, good quality experience, well-connected uh, brokers like Mario, like myself, like anybody will be able to pick up a phone and say to, to a buyer that we've done business with in the past, hey, John, I've got the best deal out at the minute. And I've checked into it. It's proper. Would you like it? And there's a very strong chance. Yes, at that price, I'm going to take it. True distress deals don't even come onto the market. 
And just lastly, Richard, how do you think the market is going to play out between, well, we're one day away from the 1st of September. So for September, October, November, December, four months, how's the market going to play, do you think? Summer always is a slightly more quiet period of the market. Like or not, people do go away or people have got other things on their mind other than real estate, looking after children back in Europe or finding vacations away from the UAE. But now people are coming back. We've already seen the last couple of days, the roads are busy again. People are back. Mario, Ben, myself, we've all been drumming to our teams to get stock. Because now the next four months are going to be very, as usual, very, very busy months for us. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Enjoy the rest of those four months for 2023. We're going to be in 2024 before we know it. You're not the old hand. uh, You're just the young hand compared to Mario, who just powers up to that 40-year mark. And thank you so much for coming on to the Dubai Property Podcast this morning, Richard. My pleasure, Craig. Thank you for having me. The Dubai Property Podcast, where real estate meets lifestyle. Each week, we bring you in-depth real estate discussions, including inspiring stories from homeowners, knowledgeable real estate professionals and economists. Whether you're a buyer, seller, or just a real estate enthusiast, we are your ultimate property podcast. And also, we talked about the refinancing of your mortgage and shopping around for the best possible deal. Now, I've talked about this before. Don't just sit on your mortgage and leave it. Get in touch with your mortgage broker because they will be able to sort all of the best deals out for you. Yeah, definitely. It's worth shopping around, looking in the market to see what sort of interest rates you're getting. Not only looking at fixed rates, um, fixed rate interest rates um, at the moment, or also looking into the follow-on rate. Because to give you an example, if we're looking at a 25-year mortgage period, if you fixed the mortgage for, let's say, three years, which is the average here in the UAE, um, you're looking at 22, 23 years on variable rates. So it's more important to actually look at the variable rate rather than the actual fixed rate period, because you know after three years that will come to an end. We, we've seen the EBOR rate, which is you know the the base rate here going up, and the EBOR rate is actually more greater than the actual fixed rate periods at the moment. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.